Hey everybody, welcome to the BA Podcast, your host James with Jake, episode 201. It's Tuesday, isn't it? Jake, how's it going? It's going great. You know, maybe not in real life football, but in fantasy football, I'm 7-0, so I can't complain about that. Real life football, I can complain about everything. How about you? Oh yeah, doing great. Oh uh, yeah, it's Tuesday. Uh, going going home back Bay Thursday. Can't wait to see the family. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to get us some milkshakes. Excited for that uh, on Friday. Excited for sports, but yeah, no sad day. It was a bad day. It was a sad day yesterday. Uh, football wise, we'll get into it. But before we get into it, let's talk about W Energy, Jake. Have you had W Energy before? Matter of fact, hear that? <sighs> Just tasted some of it, and damn, it's good. It's good for those late light. No, Jesus, those late nights of gaming when you're playing Apex, playing some PGA, caught in a couple weeks, Overwatch. If you hate your life, you do that. Then a, if you're gonna work out, you don't have any pre-workout with you. W Energy, right there, it gives you energy to do your workout, whatever you need to do. You walk your dog. Go on a run, go on some treadmill, you know, lift some weights, get big and strong like me. That's what you do with W Energy. James, how has W Energy changed your life? You know what? W Energy has changed my life in a good way. You know, just those nights where I just want to game all the way up until 3 a.m., yep. but don't want to feel the jitters. True. I drink W Energy. And it's not just no jitter feeling, just alert, ready. To play some Apex, like you said, play some COD coming soon, play some PGA, trying to make it onto the PGA tour here, and just do our thing. Did you guys know that me and Jake are the only ones to have a hole in one in that game? And guess amongst... what drink we had when we were playing and when we were playing when we got it? Dubby Energy. We're Use... playing Dubby Energy, baby. Yep. Yeah, Jake Use... and I. Yep. Only ones that have hole in ones. Yep. And a group of, of four of us. Yep. Me and Swood and Gil, poor. Very good at golf in real life. Have but, yet to have a hole-in-one yeah. in PGA. They just don't have that dog in them, you know what I mean? Um, I I mean, I haven't seen it. No. There was no video because I think you were playing uh, uh, online with uh, Swood and Gil. But they vouched for you. I 100% believe it. I yep. love to hear it. 100%. And, love to see. Love to hear about a, a yep. hole-in-one. And I had proof. Absolutely. Well, let's get into it. I had proof. It's a scorecard. There we go. Now we go on. Also, wait. Use code BAPOV for 10% off at checkout. Perfect. There you go. W Energy purchase. You might get a hole in one. Griffin Swood, maybe. Maybe not. You don't have that dog in you, though. But go ahead. Yeah, all caps. BAPOV at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Let's move on. Jake, take it away. You know what time it is. It's time for the best team in the Bay Area. Your San Jose Earthquakes. They had to win a game to get into the playoffs, but guess what happened? They didn't win. So you're probably thinking, they didn't make the playoffs. No, they made the playoffs. Why? A team in front of them who would have made it if they won and the and the Earthquakes tied or lost. I mean, if the Earthquakes didn't win their game, they lost. So Earthquakes, all they had to do is not lose, and they tied, and they're in the playoffs, and they play tomorrow in the wild card round against Sporting Kansas City. Um, I think the last time they were in the playoffs, they played against Vancouver and lost. Sporting KC, I guess it was against um, it was like an in-season tournament type thing. Uh, but that was their last playoff game was against them. Um, their last like tournament game was against them. We're wanting like, to shoot out and stuff like that. So hopefully it goes well this time. It's only a one-leg series, meaning 
sometimes in hockey, hockey, sometimes in soccer, you have this thing called two legs, where it's one game at home, one game on the road. It's like for the Champions League, stuff like that, Europa League. Uh, here in the States, though, it's winner take all, I believe. I know for this round it is. I'm not sure how it is for the rest of the rounds. For this round, it's winner take all. You win, you go to the you go to the first round against the top number one seed, which is Austin FC Austin. I think their name is. Um, and if you lose, you're out. So you have to win and move on to the playoffs. I did a a paper on Sporting KC. Wow, crazy in college. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, good little team they have there. No earthquakes. Yeah, I think that, I think they're owned by Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Oh well. Wow. Or they or Patrick Mahomes has stakes in him. partial ownership. Yeah, partial ownership. Then moving on yeah, to the worst team in the Bay Area, but the best team in my heart, San Jose Sharks. They're 0-4-1 on the season. They are terrible. But they're playing tonight against Florida. They're winning one nothing in the second. Fabian Zetterlund scored a second goal of the season with 11.30 to go in the period, with William Eklund getting an assist, his first, and Philippe Zadina getting his first assist as well against goalie Anthony Stolarz for the Panthers. Panthers, for those who don't know, were in the Stanley Cup Finals last year where they lost to the Vegas Golden Knights, who fucking reek. No, I'm joking. They're like 7-0, and they're incredible. So they're pretty good. Sharks suck. Hopefully the Sharks don't win this game, but it's good to see the young players get some assists there, get a couple, get on the score sheet. They're, um, doing, they're, they're, they're doing what we need them to do. Yes. And... To get that dub at the end of the season. Yes, and also... Their top prospects, who we think are supposed to be their top prospects, they're performing well in their leagues. Kasper Haltunen has nine goals in 11 games for his junior hockey league team. Quinton Musty has seven goals and two assists with his junior hockey league team. Will Smith in college has five points in four games, which is very good. Um, and also remember this name for the draft coming up. Macklin Celebrini. He is supposed to be – he's not like Bedard level – but he's right, like he's like close to him. If, well, let's say this. Let's say like on a scale of one to ten, ten being Bedard, this guy is about an eight point five, which is really? really good. Yes, this is really good. He's seventeen years old. He's really young. He's playing on the same line in college as Will Smith, not the rapper. The Sharks' first round draft pick from this season. They play on the same line together. They're really good, so they should be. Hopefully that's a little thing for the future. It'll be him and Will Smith. And you know my favorite player, Shakir Mukhamadulin, who's a six foot four Russian defenseman who has a rocket shot. I think he went to a game where he scored a goal. Against Me? San- yeah, I think like, he went to uh, for the goals? Yeah, he he played against the San Diego Goals. I think he scored a goal. You mean the, they they played the San Diego Goals played the San Jose Barracudas. Is what you meant? Yes, yes, uh, yeah. That's what I meant. Oh, he, he plays for the goals, or he plays for the Barracuda. He plays for the Barracuda. He played against the goals. Uh, and I think you were at that game. Uh, you were at a Sharks. You were at a Barracuda goals game once. I was. Yes, yes, I was at a goals. Game. I think you were telling me about this when I posted on my Instagram. I was texting you. Yeah, they like you texted Russians. me. Keep an, he said, "Keep an eye out for this guy." He gave me his jersey number. I was like, "Ah, okay, okay, bet." Yes, I do remember. I do yes. remember. Yep. Big fucker. 6'4", 180 pounds. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's a big fucker. That's what his name is. Shakir Mukhamadulin. Um, great name. And he's playing pretty well, too. He's, he's going to be on the Sharks. You know, in hockey, defensemen are kind of like uh, catchers in baseball. You don't want to rush 
them to the majors or the NHL. You want him to develop a little bit. So if he wasn't like a defenseman, like a forward, he would be up right now. But since he's a defenseman and their team's pretty bad, they want him to get more, you know, seasoning and the minor leagues, which I'm fine with because we don't want to win games this year. We want Macklin Celebrini. And also, James, does the name Celebrini ring a bell to you in any way? Like Brian Celebrini? Celebrini. He did, however, this guy is involved with an NBA team, his father. Do you know what team that is? The Warriors. That's the, that's yep. Yeah, that's the tra- that's the Warriors head trainer, like who oversees all their training staff. His son is Macklin oh. Celebrini. How about that? Wow. How about that? A little wow. Bay Area tie. So hopefully we suck enough. As the Florida Panthers just scored the tie to game. There we go. One one with eleven twelve with a yeah ten twelve to go in the uh, second period. So hopefully they keep scoring goals. But yes, that's your Sharks minute. Oh four and one, we there suck. Macklin Celebrini and the big fucker Shakir Mukhamadulin. That's all you need to remember. All, all, all according to plan. All yep. according to plan. Wish we did this last year, but hey, this guy's pretty good too. So. All right, perfect. Well, let's talk about some baseball, Jake. You know what's going on right now? We have the NLCS uh, currently going on. Yep. Uh, we had the ALCS uh, yesterday. Why don't you go ahead and talk about uh, the games right now? Yep, so first we'll talk about the ALCS because that's over with. Rangers win in seven against the Houston Astros. Bruce Bochy, Bruce, Bruce Bochy, he'll be in his World Series with a fourth, I think, wait, with three different teams. The Padres one year, and they got swept. <laughs> then the Giants three times when they won three championships. Imagine that and stuff like that. Um, and also, this will never happen again, but Bruce, Bruce Bochy was a Padres manager who had a year left on his deal, who they said, hey, yeah, you can interview with the Giants. And the Giants hired him, and the rest is history. But that will never happen again. Never, ever, ever. I don't think it's ever happened in our lifetimes ever again, where an ex-Padres manager leaves a year in, at least a year with his deal uh, still current, to go to the Giants. I don't think that'll ever happen again. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Interesting. Very, very yeah, very interesting. interesting. Yeah, last time, you know, they won three championships. Um, if it ever happens again, I doubt it will happen. But it's never happened. It will never happen again. But moving on now to NLCS. It's game seven in the fourth inning right now. Tied one to one. Phillies are up three two in the series. They lost last night to the Diamondbacks, who are now in game seven. Diamondbacks scored first on a on a single, um, a single, a stolen base, a stolen base, then a um, sacrifice ground out to score the run. Then Alex Bohm in the third inning hit a home run for the Phillies to tie it at one. Evan Longoria's up the bat. Two outs in the fourth. One-two count. If anything happens on this pitch, I'll let you know. Uh, he has five seconds to throw the ball. But um, anyways. Call him safe. He checks swing that. Yep, and he's, yep, didn't go. Two and two to count. But, yeah, so that's your MLB NLCS update. Um, if the Phillies win, it will be, I believe it will be Rangers at Phillies game one. If the Diamondbacks win, it will be Diamondbacks at Rangers game one. Interesting. Yeah. Excited for the World Series. Excited for Game 7. Very exciting time for baseball right now. I'm still with it. Yep. Lastly. Lastly. Oh, wait. Lastly. This name seems familiar. What? Lastly. Oh, yeah. The Giants have hired 
Bob Melvin. Remember that hypothetical I threw out that would never happen again? Well, guess what? It just fucking happened. The Giants hired Bob Melvin from the San Diego Padres, had one year remaining on his deal. You know, I have to admit, I did not want this guy as my manager, but I didn't know about all the other stuff that was happening down in San Diego. How most of the fans want him to be back, and they want the GM to go, A.J. Preller. Um, so I thought, oh, this guy, he lost the locker room. I don't want this guy. That's what happened to that's what happened to Gabe Kapler. But once you read these articles that came out on how Manny Machado is impossible to deal with, Francisco, um, is it Francisco Tatis? Yes. Francisco Tatis isn't the easiest to get along with. And their it's GM, Fernando, yeah, and their GM doesn't get doesn't really they don't see eye to eye. So I thought this is Melvin's fault. Until I read all these articles and I realized it's not his fault at all. He's a great, he's a really good manager. We saw him with the A's. He's managed the Mariners, the Diamondbacks, the A's, the Padres, and now he's the next Giants manager. Which he was a former catcher. For some reason, if you're a catcher, you become a good manager. Bruce Bochy, catcher. Kevin Cash, catcher. Bob Melvin, catcher. All that stuff. So usually, for some reason, backup catchers are like really good for like coaching jobs. Like if Buster Posey ever want to be a manager, he would probably be really good. But he wasn't a backup. But catchers, for some reason, they are able to like talk to everyone. So and Posey knows you know some Spanish, some like um, stuff so you can talk to the Latin players. Um, but that's Bob Melvin as well. Bob Melvin also has a great rapport with Asian baseball players with the Pacific Rim. Because his rookie season, the first season he managed, was Ichiro's first season when he came from Japan to Seattle from the Oryx Blue Wave. Hit, I think, had 262 hits, badly 370, had a rocket arm. And the Giants are going after these two uh, Asian players right now, one from Japan and one from Korea. Um, I believe the Japanese pitcher is one of the best pitchers in the world. Uh, he's the best pitcher not in baseball. And they say that if he comes over, which he's going to come over this year... Um, he has a chance to be a Cy Young candidate year one. His name is Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Uh, he's a two-time, basically a two-time um, Cy Young winner in Japan. Triple crown winner three times in Japan, which is like wins, ERA, strikeouts, I believe what it is. Uh, he's 25 years old. Throws about 93 to 95. Um, can go up to 99, but he, that's, not really, that's not really his game. His game is more, you know kind of like I'm not going to say like soft but like not finesse he doesn't throw like 99 but he gets the job done like 95 that's what you need so that's fine there um, so he's a guy who the Giants want who with this Bob Melvin hire you know Ichiro has a lot of sway of the Japanese players um, and a lot of times there's like articles that came out that Japanese players don't usually want to play with other Japanese players because of like the seniority thing um, but this guy doesn't care about that. So if they get him, maybe Shohei Otani as well could come too. Who knows? And this other guy from Korea, Jung Ho Lee, who's a center fielder, who's 25 years old as well, plays center field. He's an elite bat the ball hitter. Does not strike out at all. Walks a lot. Hits home runs. Is fast. Kind of like Ha Sung Kim with the Padres, who, you know, that's someone who, awesome, who blossomed under Bob Melvin. Yeah, he's a really good player. He's not a free agent this year. He's a free agent next year. 
but who knows. Uh, Juan Soto, who really liked Bob Melvin. And, of course, Blake Snell is a free agent. So maybe it's higher Bob That's Melvin. That's what I was going to bring up. That is what I was going to bring up. Yes. That was like the one thing that popped up in my mind right when I saw the hire is that they're going to let Blake Snell leave. Okay, they don't have the yeah. money to sign him. No. And you've talked about it before, right? I talked about it to my couple of my coworkers who are indeed Padres fans, but I was like, need like a one-two uh, punch here, right? I mean, you have, uh, is it Logan Webb? Right, yeah, Logan Webb and Kyle Harrison, who's supposed to be that guy, he's a, he's young, so he's not going to be it for a couple like a season or two. Uh, but let him be like your fourth starter. Have Logan Webb, maybe a Blake Snell, and his Yamamoto guy, because the Giants need to spend money this off season. Off season, uh, Farhan Zaidi's job is on the line, so they have to spend money. So and they said I think that, you spend money. I think you, you you I think you sign Blake Snell here. I think it's like yeah. the most. I think that's the guy they could. I think he's going to sign. It's here. like the easiest sign that you could do right here, a hundred percent. I think he's going to sign here, right? Without a doubt. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I would, that that would be great for the Giants um, to have Logan Webb and Blake Snell. I mean, Blake Snell, uh, Cy Young guy. I mean, he's a lefty. No, it would be happy for him to. Yeah, he's a lefty. Delzilla, uh, man, love that guy. So yeah. So hopefully, his Bob Melvin hires cool. has some we'll to... free agents come over, but. We'll, we shall see. What Absolutely, happens. that's what I was thinking. I mean, you get some, get some, get some big names to pull in with Bob Melvin over there. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and that's baseball. Minute. I love baseball. Not as much as Jake loves baseball, but I love listening to Jake talk about baseball. It's yeah, I know. Um, of all the sports, that's a sport I know better than every, better than anyone. And I'm not, I'm not being cocky. Like I just, I just follow it a ton more than the average. And even like the big Anything baseball. Anything else? No, hundred percent. I watch. Absolutely. I watch every Giants minor league Jake, game. You know how many games that is? That's like four hundred. Jake will. Jake will watch. Jake will watch everything and know everything. That's the thing. He tell you about their best prospect uh, down in the Dominican summer league four years ago. So Luis Matos, four years to the day, made his MLB debut. I know what I'm talking about prospect wise, and other stuff. Um, but yeah, I, lo- I baseball is great. Uh, season's about to end soon, but it's going to be a great World Series, and I'm rooting for Bruce Bochy because I want him to win his fourth championship. Absolutely. Let's move on. Let's talk about some, let's talk about some basketball. Opening night is tonight. Uh, the Warriors will be playing in about 45 minutes here against the Phoenix Suns. Um, yay, woo, Warriors, fun, yay. Chris Paul revenge game. <laughs> True. Um, what what are your thoughts on uh, how the, the Warriors season will go, Jay? Do you think they will uh, play as well as we think they're going to play, or do you think something might uh, some things might not go their way this year? How do you feel? I think this: if they're healthy, they're going to go to the conference finals. I also think that. They're, they would be a better team if Chris Paul's off the bench. I think he would be great at that second unit of Dario Saric, Jonathan Kaminga. However, with Draymond not playing tonight, I think you should start Chris Paul. Um, but play him like 25 minutes a game. You know, you don't want, you don't want to tire him out before the playoffs because that's when he gets injured. As the Phillies just take a 2-1 lead on an RBI double, four out, one out in the fourth. 
But I think if they stay healthy, they're gonna be a, they're gonna be really good. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, obviously, availability is the best ability, and I've said that for really any sport, right? Uh, it's gonna get it going for your team, and if everyone's healthy, if everyone plays well, why not? You know, um, something to know. Clay said the talks have stopped, but I still think he'll have a great year offensively and defensively. I just hope that uh, the the last couple of seasons, it's, it's always been the Warriors starting off slow and then and then them figuring it out. Right. That's the thing with them. Uh, the season starts off slow. Uh, they might go. 500 and voila, and then people will start, you know, getting in their feels. But um, if it happens again, it happens again. But I won't be surprised if the Warriors stop to a hot start starting tonight against the Suns. Uh, who are they? Who are indeed underdogs for this game? Um, but the Suns will be without uh, Bradley Beal uh, for a back injury. He was questionable earlier in the day, but he will not be playing. And then also Devin Booker questionable with a toe injury, but I think he's going to be under playing. So, no, I'm very excited for basketball season. It's here. It's exciting. Uh, love me some Warriors basketball, so it should be fun to watch. Um, I think we already talked about this. If not, um, no Draymond going to start the year. Uh, has an ankle injury as of right now, so it will be a little iffy to see when he'll come back. But like you said, Dario Saric, uh, Kevin Looney will be doing their thing down low. Um, but yeah, finals? Thoughts? You're, you said comments championship, so I 100% agree, but why not? Yeah. Also, a guy like I want to see if he plays at all. I doubt Brandon Pajemski's going to play at all because they have Corey Joseph and Chris Paul to back up Curry. But I am just seeing Trace Jackson uh-huh. Davis. I, I really like him. I think he's going to be really good. Um, I don't think Looney's going to go anywhere for a little bit. The rookie? Yeah, the rookie. I don't think Looney's going to go anywhere for a little bit. But if this guy shows that he can uh-huh. play well, you know, in a couple years, when Looney's contract's up, and they probably might not be able to afford him. You know, you can let him go and have this guy slide in. Uh, but I really like how he is, how he plays. Um, so hopefully they play well. And Kaminga looked really good in the preseason. Well, he has to show it in the regular season. Yeah, no, absolutely. I am definitely um, excited for him to play. Uh, I, I, you said he played great in the preseason. Didn't get a lot of play... Uh, the playoffs last year, which I really did not like, but I'm going to hope they uh, change it up and figure that out um, for him. Uh, but yeah, no, coming off the bench, I'm excited to see what he can do. Excited to see what he can do um, for the Warriors, 100%. Uh, anything else to add, Jake, uh, Warriors-wise, so far? Um, no, I'm not sure if you said this, but no Bradley Beal for the Suns. Um, and the only Warriors injury. Yes, I, mean, I did say that. Okay, I know. Uh, yeah. So no, Bradley Beal. Um, Durant's first game back against the Warriors with fans in the stands. So I hope he gets a nice ovation. Ovation, uh, but that's it for me, really. Absolutely, brought us two championships. So hundred percent. Well, let's move on. Full starts tonight. Can't wait. Uh, 49ers, uh talk right now. Woo. Football talk. I'll take over the rest of the podcast here. Fun. Uh, woo, yay, fun. Um, yeah, Warrior, I'm not, 49ers playing Sunday night, uh, Monday Night Football, uh, yesterday. Uh, first the Vikings, uh, they lost that game 17 to 22. 
Uh, I mean, I have some notes here that we can talk about, but as a whole, uh, before we do, how do you feel about the 49ers losing two in a row? Shitty. Does not feel good. Um, But they did this last year. They lost two in a row, then they won ten in a row. So, you know, it's going to happen. I don't like how the defense is playing. I really don't like the defensive coordinator and what he did on the last play of the first half with they all out blitz on third and six and they have no timeouts. Just a dumb idea. Then a bit of them as they sort of touchdown. Uh, Brock pretty played pretty well in the first three quarters, but then the fourth couldn't do much. Um, the second interception, that's just him trying to make a play. They had no timeouts, had to do something. The first one was like really bad. Um, and the defensive like the just they couldn't get off the field on third down and they have no pass rush. Yeah, no, yeah, going back to Brock Purdy, yeah, 21 of 30, 272 yards, one touchdown. Um, the two interceptions, 100%, both by Cameron Bynum, half Filipino, by the way. And from Cal. Um, and from Cal, yeah, the first interception, um, yeah, I mean, the second, it's the second interception, tough. I mean, you have Juwan Jennings in the slot running a post route, um, double covered, trying to throw to an open window, but Cameron Bynum is doing a good job, and sticking ahead and getting that interception to end the game. Um, you really hate to see it. Um, Brock's, uh, Brock, I mean, against the Browns, led the, led the team down the field uh, for a potential game-winning field goal. Uh, Brock, again, uh, given the reins to do that again against uh, the Vikings here. But, again, making a mistake, which has not been his repertoire so far in the NFL. But it's going to happen, like you said. Um, two losses in a row. It's fine. I mean, they're five and two uh, currently in the playoff standings. I mean, it's only week eight, right? Uh, they're third in uh, NFC uh, standings right now. First in the division, still sitting at five and two. I mean, there shouldn't be much to complain about. But I mean, uh, being hard pressed, the defense has the last two games at least has not played well, and I 100 percent agree they could not get off on third down. Um, it's not saying they're not good enough, but I think Kirk Cousins just played a lot better. I think they had a better game plan. Uh, been able to release the ball, knew where his checkdowns were, uh, to get to the right guys. Uh, Jordan Addison played his ass off uh, this game as well. Could have had multiple touchdowns. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, let's go back to the offense real quick. Yeah, Jake Moody. Clint Ice, Jake, uh, what are your thoughts on him? I mean, he made a 55-yard field goal, but, you know, is not cutting it from 35 in for some reason. Uh, what do you think Nia should do? I mean, they're not going to cut him because that will be ridiculous. I can see if he struggles for a little bit, maybe they just put him on an IR, say he has a knee thing. But I hope that this fi- the 55-yard field goal that he made, which won my fantasy game, by the way, uh, the, that field goal that he made gives him confidence to go on for the future, of the, goes, go on for the rest of the year. Uh, but it was kind of concerning that he missed. But it was a big – if he would have missed that one too, it would have been a major issue. But since he made that, I'm going to go on the side of I think that's going to build his confidence and he's going to be good the rest of the season. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, it's a game winner. Uh, you go ahead and miss the first field goal of the game, but you go ahead and make the PAT uh, for two and then make a 55-yard field goal um, to end the game. Hopefully that will be a confidence boost for the rest of the year, and hopefully he figures it out because, I mean, it's like a third, you take a, take a quicker in the third round. You, you would expect him to be pretty good, but, I mean, he's still a rookie. Rookies are going to do what? Ricky does, and has to make mistakes and sometimes miss kicks, but um, you would hope that those kicks don't 
uh, miss in the playoffs or later down the line of the season. Um, CMC scoring streak is still alive. Had two touchdowns, but um, you look at the averages or you look at the stats, it does not look great. Um, Offensively as a whole, the rushing game does not look good. Um, CMC only had 15 attempts for 45 yards, only averaging about three yards in attempt. That's not great. Um, had a uh, longest run of nine yards. So um, in a game that we thought earlier in the week that we might not see him, you know, run the ball as much. He didn't. I mean, 15 attempts. I mean, in the NFL nowadays, that, that might seem like it's a lot. I mean, it is. Um, but we didn't really see much of Elijah Mitchell uh, or Jordan Mason, who we thought we were going to get something in the mix. But um, they stayed true uh, with Christian McCaffrey in the backfield and did his thing, but not too much trying to play from behind, trying to pass the ball. Um, Kittle, Mitch Kittle coming alive, five catches, 78 yards, and then Ayuk Jennings and CMC all having about 50 yards uh, receiving. Uh, you alluded to this earlier. Uh, nope, pass rush. Could not, not get to Kirk Cousins. Uh, zero sacks uh, on the day, um, which is not great. I mean, we haven't had a game where we've seen the D-line, aside from game one with Drake Jackson getting three sacks, really um, take over the game. I mean, we've seen um, Sparks with Javon Hargrave having a sack. Uh, guys getting close and with pressure, but not getting it done. I think it's... Uh, Trade deadline soon. Yep. We've got about a week. I think something's about to happen here to help this defense out. Uh, especially with the guy with Steve Wilkes who likes the blitz like you alluded to earlier. Uh, but in certain situations, the blitz can help, but you got to tee it up at the right time. And when you are going to be sending someone, you, you got to get there, right? I mean, Fred Warner... I didn't uh, Kirk Cousins' face multiple times, or any guy who blitzed, and just Kirk will still be able to get off to the uh, to receiver. We, you got to get there when you're blitzing, man. Um, so we're going to hope that Steve Wilkes figures it out. Uh, if not, got to get someone else back in there uh, to figure out for Fort Niners defense here. Um, we did have an interception on uh, Kirk Cousins. Javarius Ward had an interception, but uh, secondary – didn't look as great as well. A lot of PI calls. Kirk is a PI merchant I put down here. Um, but we will see how it goes. Uh, Jake, anything else to add 49er-wise? Um, no. I think the main needs of the deadline are... I do think Jalen Moore played pretty well yesterday, um, so I'm not really upset with him. Colton McKibbins had a bad game. But he had, he had one bad game to start, but he was good for the rest. In this game, he was not that great. I think their needs are, though, are cornerback. Off the line and pass rush. I think that they, they're going to figure out the pass rush. But Isaiah Oliver is just not it. And I would like to, for him to be gone. Move Lenore into the slot. Get maybe Jalen Johnson if he's available. Or any corner that can push that. Make, any corner that can make um, Lenore into the slot. Lenore's been playing pretty well. But I think he'll be a better slot guy. And this makes yeah. the defense a lot better. Yeah. And I agree. Yeah, I think uh, getting a... Another guy back in secondary would be great, and then going to pass rush would be good too. And not a bad idea to add to the offensive line as well um, during the trade deadline. But yeah, uh, moving on. Obviously, that's past us. Uh, There's still five and two. 49ers come back home. Two road games stint there. 
and now they will be playing the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. Uh, they're coming off a bye, so they're fresh. Uh, early bye week um, for them. Bengals offense going to be a problem. Uh, I mean, they did indeed have a rough start to the season. Um, and statistically, uh, they're currently still bottom five in passing yards in the league. Uh, seven TDs through eight weeks. They did have a bye. Um, but uh, they are currently Burrow and Jamar Chase are finally on the same page and figuring it out. Uh, receivers for the Bengals are top five on the season in receiving yards. Um, so something to see on what this theory can do. If they can have a bounce back week against the Bengals and a more offensively threat here uh, with Jamar Chase, who can take the top off on defense. Um, Bengals last in rushing yards. Uh, 3.5 yards a carry and only one TD on the whole entire season. Uh, not looking good for Joe Mixon and whoever else is there in the backfield for them. Uh, relying heavily on Joe Burrow to get it done for them uh, through the air. I have just one line here. I hate you too, Higgins. I hope you don't do anything against the Niners. Uh, and be, be aware of Trey Hendrickson. Um, Trey Williams was out this game, and so was Debo Samuel with a hairline fracture. But yeah, uh, I think Trey Williams dealing with a lower leg injury. We'll see if he's able to get back onto the starting lineup uh, instead of stealing more on the opposite side. So we'll see how that goes for them. Keys to the game. Say it. Obviously, uh, Burrow can get it done with his arm, but I mean, if you shut down the factor of running the ball for the Bengals, uh, we'll have a better chance of teeing off uh, with their pass rush. Hopefully they can figure it out against the Bengals. Um, score more points, obviously. Um, somewhat of a – I think we had five straight 30-point uh, games, and we've been held to – 34 the last two weeks. Yeah, 17-17, and 17, I'm pretty sure. That's what I was trying to think of. I'm not sure if that was it was. But, yeah, 17-17. So it's not great. Um, hopefully we can pick it back up uh, offensively. Uh, I mean, it's there. The offense is there. Just can't make mistakes. Uh, can't turn the ball over this game. Uh, Purdy with uh, multiple interception games. Not multiple interceptions in two games already. Uh, one versus the Browns and two of this game. So we'll see if they can tie that up. And also, I mean, another thing, too. Don't fumble the ball, especially in the red zone. Yep. Uh, we didn't mention this with Christian McCaffrey. He did indeed have a bubble in the red zone. I know I was – Jake was irate on text. I was pretty irate watching the game. Um that can't happen, specifically from a guy like Christian McCaffrey uh, in a in a seasoned bet in an All Pro, cannot be fumbling the ball in the red zone. Uh, nope. Possession you would take back in a heartbeat for sure. Um, but yeah, that's all I need to say. I mean, hopefully the, uh, I'll be at the game on Sunday. Uh, get my updates on the Beard Podcast and see how that goes. But Jake, anything else to add? No, let's figure it out or fire Steve Wilkes. Absolutely. Let's move on. Uh, week seven, uh, a pick and recap here. Uh, not a great week by me. Absolutely not. Jake went 500, but we can go over the games uh, right now. Obviously, the Vikings lost. We took both of the Vikings. Uh, Thursday night, uh, Jags versus Saints. Jake with a great pick here, picking the Jags. They won 31 to 24 versus the Saints. I took the Saints. Uh, big feels bad. On uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, who thought, who I thought wasn't going to play, definitely uh, went ahead and played, passed for 20 yards, had a touchdown. Um, Shout out Travis Etienne. Uh, what a guy. Um, oh, yeah. My favorite player. Alvin Kamara had 12 catches 
uh, this game. And we can't forget about uh, Chris Olave, Jake. Yeah. yeah, we also have yeah Chris Olave got arrested uh, for going 70 miles per hour in a 35. We do have audio of what he was saying. Um, and this is what happens to Chris Olave after seven weeks with Derek Carr as his quarterback. And I believe... That's what he said apparently when he was driving. Um, and he was going 90, 70, 70 miles per hour in a 35. <laughs> um, and he was trying to, you know, he just doesn't want to have Derek Carr as quarterback. Um, I don't blame him. Derek Carr's god awful. As the Dimebacks just tied up an RBI single up the middle that scores a run by Corbin Carroll. 2 2 in the fifth, two outs. Anyways. Yeah, Chris Lave got arrested last night, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm Chris Lave. I play for the Saints." And the co- and the police got the cop was like, "Yeah, and," so that didn't work out for him. Um, bad luck. <laughs> yeah, not a not, not a great look. Absolutely not. Uh, moving on to our game of the week, and we thought we were going to be a somewhat close game, or at least a game be worth watching. It was not. Uh, Lions got obliterated by the Ravens, thirty-eight. To six, not really much to talk about that game. We'll talk about a specific guy later on, though. Um, Sunday night, Eagles versus Dolphins. Uh, Eagles winning, uh, thirty-one to seventeen, winning by two-score game. Eagles are just better. Uh, yeah. John Hurts doing his thing, twenty seventy-nine yards passing, interception. Uh, did have a, a touch-push TD. Had eleven attempts for twenty-one yards <laughs> for John Hurts. Uh, on the Dolphins side, I mean, Tyreek Hill just presu- just for, I mean, again, proving that he's one of the best receivers in the league, or if not the best receiver in the league. 11 receptions, 8 yards, a touchdown. Should have had two, but one was called it back on a holding. Uh, again, they lost. Uh, the Eagles won 31-17. Uh, I took the Dolphins, Jake took the Eagles. Good pick by him. Uh, Monday night, we already talked about that. Our locks of the week, both our locks of the week lost. Um, I took the Bills over the Patriots. And the Patriots just absolutely outplayed uh, the Bills. They won 29 to, 29 to 25. Um, Josh Allen, I mean, fantasy-wise, is looking okay, but it's just not looking great uh, when you watch the games. Um, Mac Jones only getting sacked one time. Uh, and then for the most part, 49 er trade uh, question mark? I've seen that a little bit uh, going on. but Which one? Uh, oh, Jake. Kendrick Bourne back to the Niners. Oh, yeah. I mean... Probably won't happen. I think Juwan Jennings is better than him at this moment, so I'd rather keep Juwan. No, absolutely. Um, Commanders over Giants, as of who Jake took. Uh, The Giants won 14-7. Absolute snooze for the last time of the game. Yeah, no idea. Our of the week's both lost. Mm. But our upsets of the week, they both win. Yeah, uh, yeah. I took the Falcons over the Bucks. Uh, the Falcons won 16-13 to 13 in the game. Uh, Desmond Ritter uh, isn't great. No, but not. he went 19-25 for 250 yards. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. And then uh, Jake taking Bears over Raiders uh, with the backup. From Division uh, 2, Shepard. Uh, for him, um, his name is Tyson Bagnett. Yep. Uh, he went 21, 21 for 29, 162 yards, and a touchdown. Was only sacked once. 
Uh, Dante Foreman um, having two touchdowns, uh, fantasy implications, also had a touchdown himself, did a great job for those who picked him up and started him. I went 1-5 this week. I am now 25-18 and 18 overall. Uh, I, Jake went 3-3, three and three and he is now in and he is now twenty nine and fourteen. This is false. Yes, this is false. You're, this is false. So James is twenty six and twenty three on the year. I'm thirty two and seventeen. I have a six game lead now in there the picks go. department. There it is. Um, yeah, that's your week seven uh, recap. Jake, take it away from here for week eight. Yeah, week eight. Pick them. Niners versus Bengals. We're we are, we're both taking the Niners here. Uh, Niners should bounce back there at home. I think they're going to win this game because they kind of need to. Moving on to Thursday night, we've got the Bucks versus Bills. I have the Bills winning this game. Uh, James, who do you have? Uh, I'm also taking the Bills. Yeah, I mean, the Bucks coming off a loss um, to the Falcons. Uh, not a good look. But, yeah, I think the Bills bounce back, especially from a loss from the Patriots. So, yeah, take a Bills. All right, moving on now to the game of the week, Texans versus Panthers. Uh, as the Diamondbacks now lead 3-2 on a base hit uh, in the middle of the fifth. Uh, Texans versus Panthers. I, we both had the Texan, Texans winning this game. Uh, Panthers are pretty bad. They own their first-round pick. Panthers are 0-6, by the way, so that's not good for them. Uh, we both have that winning. Now moving on to our Sunday night game, uh, Chargers versus Bears. I have the Chargers winning this game. What do you have? Yeah, I think the Chargers well. Yeah, bolt up. I mean, um, They lost to the Chiefs this week, uh, but I think they bounced back against the, uh, against the Bears. And in a, in a game that our friend Gilf is going to, hmm. and he's a fan of both of these teams. Don't know how you can be a fan of two teams in the NFL. Yes, yeah, a loser move. Or really in any sport, to be honest. Um, but don't know who's going to be picked. Uh, I don't know whose jersey he's going to be wearing. Uh, but I think the Bears are going to be without Justin Fields again this game. I think he's doubtful as of right now uh, with a dislocated thumb. Uh, we'll see when he ever gets back. Uh, possible IR candidate um, for him. Yep, so moving on now to Monday Night Football. you got the Raiders versus the Lions. I have the Lions winning this game. Lions have a home game. I think they're being embarrassed. They're not going to come out. And I'm not sure who's starting for the Niners. I'm not sure who's starting for the Raiders. But their quarterbacks are god-awful. Uh, so I have the Commanders winning. I mean, the Lions winning that game. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm taking the line as well. All right, moving on to the lock of the week. James, what's yours? Uh, I'm taking uh, Ravens over Cardinals. Uh, big win for them. Again, the Ravens uh, over the Lions. I think they uh, take full steam ahead and take that momentum uh, and absolutely crush uh, the Cardinals. Uh, what about you? I have the Eagles over the Commanders for my lock of the week. Uh, Sam Howell's pretty bad. Their offensive line is the worst in the NFL. Uh, so I have the Eagles winning this game pretty well. Moving on now to the lock upset of the week. I have the Browns over the Seahawks. Kind of a tough week to pick upsets. I was going to pick your upset. Oh, no, I wasn't. Um, upset of the week was kind of tough. I was, I was about to pick your lock of the week, but I decided not to because you picked it. So, but upset of the week, though, which, were, which was what we're talking about. I had the Browns over Seattle in this game. I know um, Sean Watson isn't probably going to play. He got injured again. 
And they're a pretty good team of Tyrod Taylor. Their defense is really good. So I have them winning this game. How about you? You mean P.J. Walker? Who did I say? You said Tyrod Taylor. Yikes. Yeah, P.J. Walker. I have him uh, winning this game. <laughs> Yeesh. Uh, absolutely. Um, their records, I'm 26-23. Jake is 32-17. A six-game lead here. Jake, segment. I love this segment. Yes, moving on now. I forgot about this segment. But uh, now I know what it is. This segment is called Get This Man a Seltzer. Every week we take one performance from the NFL or college football or the weekend of football and say, get this man a seltzer. Um, so, James, what's yours? Yeah, no, I alluded to this earlier. Uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, what a game he had. Absolutely pummeling uh, the Lions defense uh, down into the ground. Um, he had 357 passing yards, three passing touchdowns. 36 rushing yards and one rushing TD. He had 33.88 fantasy points. Uh, did a great job uh, overall. I'm happy that I have that I traded for him. Um, so far it's paying dividends, and happy for Lamar. Happy that he's on my team. Yeah, uh, moving on to my pick now. Lamar's pretty good at football. Uh, mine has more to do not with fantasy wise for me. Um, but Tyson Badgett, he gets my get that man a seltzer from Division Two Shepherd. The last game he played against it was against a in college that he lost it was against a technical like college. It was like known for like, like basically like the wild tech version of Division Two. That's who he lost to. And his first NFL start against the Oakland Raiders, who were pretty bad. Doesn't matter though, because he was in Division Two last oh, season. Well. Whatever he was in Division Two last season. And he came up there and played well. Got his first touchdown pass and his first win. He looked really good. Um, so I'm happy for Tyson Badgett. And he's my man, Seltzer of the year, of the of the week. And then moving on now to... Yeah, get that man a Seltzer. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Now getting ready for get ready to learn Canadian, buddy. I take a performance from the NFL weekend that was terrible and tell him to get ready to learn Canadian. James, what's yours? Yeah, mine got me uh, really frustrated the whole entire Sunday morning. Uh, and that is B. John Robinson. Uh, get ready to learn Canadian, buddy. This would have been totally avoided uh, if they just said something earlier in the week um, or even the day before that it wasn't feeling great. But everything lands on uh, B. John Robinson. I hate Arthur and Smith. I hate the Falcons, uh, even though I picked them and uh, pick them. Uh, one attempt for three yards for B. John Robinson this week. I'll get ready to learn Canadian, buddy. Yeah, for me, get ready to learn Canadian, buddy, goes to Steve Wilkes for the dumbest fucking play call in NFL history. Third and six, no timeouts left. Let's all out blitz. When they have no timeouts left and they catch the ball and tackle him, half is over. But he decides, hey, let's blitz and gives up a touchdown. And he made no adjustments whatsoever against tight ends. He got beat again by tight ends. Too many blitz calls. And he's just not it. So he needs to get ready to learn Canadian, buddy. Absolutely. Hopefully he'll figure it out. But yeah, currently I 100% agree with the nomination and get ready to learn Canadian, buddy. Jake, anything else to add to the episode? No, Sharks are losing 2-1. That's all I have to add. Thank you for listening to the BA Podcast. Your host, James, with Jake. 
episode 201. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one. I like us on Facebook. Follow us on Spotify and SoundCloud. And don't forget to subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe to the Times Again System. Electric Learner has been in the industry in the past six years. It's got to talk to podcasts worldwide. We want to talk to podcast sports and recreation, but you know we should start the BA podcast. Got to talk to podcasts worldwide. Do that. Give that five. That's the episode. James? Verdansk. Ah. Bye. Bye.